Hi there, this is Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thank you so much for hitting the go button on this week's podology. So I've been a little bit MIA the last couple of weeks, or the last month actually, having lost my voice at one stage and then the Olympics. I am a bona fide Olympic tragic. I love them when they come around every four years. So uh, which country were you cheering for where you are in the world? Uh, the closing ceremony is on as I'm recording this. Hopefully everybody will go home with their head held high uh, to what they achieved while they're away. So with that, let's talk about the topic of this week. I have had the great pleasure of reading uh, Brené Brown's Rising Strong book over the last couple of weeks as well. Now, uh, I have been reading memes and things that have been created with Brené's uh, work since she came to the forefront of everybody's mind but I'd never actually read anything and uh, this book is so defining I'm so I think it's my read of um, 2016 actually so what I wanted to talk to you about was the notion she's given me a whole heap of validation in the work that I do and around uh, taking people's emotional trauma away from their bodies so that they can live through their life better. Uh, one page I was reading uh, last night as I was waiting for the Australian Boomer basketball to come on uh, is page 180 of her book and on that page she essentially talks about uh, the role of helper and what happens as you go through your life now to connect that back through to the book I'm writing Chronicles of a People Pleaser uh, it helped me understand with virtually huge dinner plate eyes as to the path that I took in this lifetime to earn gold stars uh, to make people feel better and things like that and there was one statement that she made around because helpers uh, she had said in her book tend to not ask for help and it's one of the most uh, dangerous in air quote conditions that we can have as helpers to think that we have to keep up appearances we have to be the strong ones we have to be the people that uh, others turn to and what happens over decades is that just piles up and piles up and piles up until uh, you end up crashing or you get to those phases where you end up exploding you lose friendships you lose relationships um, your world turns upside down because the people that you have been helping for your entire life turn around and can't understand why you're not coping all of a sudden and to be fair you also haven't taught them any coping mechanisms in supporting you so those times where you do have to ask for help um, you you know it mightn't go so well which leads to uh, bigger and more profound wounding across the board with everybody so what I wanted to talk to you about today is understanding the notion that uh, she writes in the book around judgment when you judge yourself for needing help you judge those you are helping when you attach value to giving help you attach value to needing help that was a real eye-opener for me and I had to go within when I you know it's the essentially I read that page and I thought right that's something to sit down and think about so I just want to read that again when you judge yourself for needing help you judge you judge those you are helping one of the big things that I have done 
in my uh, personal development story over the since the age of 16 is self-assess and to sit there and think that um, a helper is judging others it was it was like the a, a massive aha for me that we can sit there and automatically as a helper sit there and deem those people around us unable to help because you've been helping them but it's a judgment on their ability of how far they've come or what they're able to help you with and I think that that's a really big point of reflection that uh, many of those people in my life that I know that are also chronic givers uh, we recognize each other and we're able to say out aloud uh, okay it's your turn now or whatever and I know that in the last um, six to twelve months for me personally I have uh, definitely stepped out of the the space of of uh, asking for help uh, when things have come up in my life uh, and especially around my story where health is concerned so as you uh, would have heard if you listened to the recording I did a couple of weeks my voice was still pretty croaky I physically lost my voice my job is speaking and I'd lost my voice and I was mortified because I hadn't been sick in years and all of a sudden here I am teaching people about health and wellness and I'm as sick as a dog and it's those I was able to join the dots with it I was able to walk my talk in how to remedy it to recognize where uh, the emotional trauma had kicked in all of those things and like I said I, I had my moment of um, joy when I did go to the medical doctor to um, ask for help and my file had been made um, inactive because it had been so long since I'd been to the doctor so you know but there was still this level of judgment towards myself that I should never have been in this position which is the biggest load of codswallop um, you are going to hear this week and in turn with what Brené Brown's just uh, what I read out there about the judgment I had to sit and look and really go within am I judging the people around me who are sick and in a in a roundabout way the answer has to be yes because it's based on her theory here if you if you aren't able to ask for help or um, you're judging those people around you because you don't think they're worthy of helping you or you don't think they're uh, able to help you that there is in some way it's um, bad for you if you ask for help which is again judging them on their ability to go into compassion and empathy for you because you're so stuck in your story around being a giver and this is my job and this is what I'm meant to do and this is how it's meant to happen and you know you, and one of the things that chronic givers and uh, and helpers do over lifetimes is we tend to be a certain way in the hope that the people around us are being taught at every waking moment of what it looks like to be helpful and supportive that they can take your lead but that doesn't uh, that isn't the truth what happens is you empower people to know that you're the person that they can go to um, at any step of the clock and not have to give anything in return and that's um, you know that isn't uh, criticism of people we're all the same we often go to the uh, least squeaky wheel when we need um, help or support on something the people who are going to create the least amount of resistance to our healing uh, so that's a human nature thing and as we 
or as you will um, know if you've been following my teachings for a little while, one of the things that brings about the greatest amount of uh, healing is acceptance and that is acceptance into what we have done to create a situation. So one recommendation if you haven't already read it and I know I'm a little slow on the uptake here uh, but if you are looking for a book to read please go and find uh, Rising Strong by Brené Brown. It's an easy read. She um, is linking into the notion that storytelling is also part of one of our um, biggest issues when it comes to um, our personal healing. Once you're um, all of the neurology that goes with storytelling and when a story fits your brain excretes the dopamine hit which is your reward mechanism in your brain and you will have some big shifts in understanding uh, where you want to go and how you want to go from here on in. I certainly know that uh, the benefit of asking for help and this is where I link back into uh, previous recordings where uh, I suggest you have an A, B and C group as far as your inner circle and your A group are the people that you can turn to because you know that they're going to fully understand and, and you feel completely and totally supported. They're the people that you turn to when you want to ask for help. Um, it's the same with um, you know people bringing up their children and not asking their children to help in the home because they think that uh, that's not the role of the children and to be frank the the um, there is parts of that adult's childhood that are affecting that decision because of things that they dealt with this is the one of the biggest things that we can uh, get to compassion so quickly is when we look at people and their behavior and start to be curious about why they are speaking or behaving in that way based on the things that they um, lived through as a child because I certainly know that um, in your adult life when you're finally given permission to just live your life uh, you often make choices around the things that you want to come into your life because you can and often it's like well I had that once and I don't want it again so I don't want to attract that into my life. Part of the process is not so much fearing it but being completely adamant about uh, what you want to attract into your life versus uh, what you're frightened of attracting into your life. Okay, so I digress a little bit there, taking it off into a different tangent. So to bring it back to this notion of uh, being a helper and not asking people for help, that you are judging other people's ability to be able to help you. One of the uh, warning statements that I would like to pop in there with that one is you're going to have to go with the flow of how people show up. Sometimes people aren't going to be able to um, hold up the, your expectations. So there may be unmet expectations. So uh, if, if asking for help is difficult for you or you haven't done it before, I would sincerely do a little bit of work about going into a small disclaimer or warning for those people around you and uh, articulate the help that you're looking for. If you are in a bad space and you sit there and you say, I don't know what I want or I'm, you know, there, there are um, online and uh, telephone 
companies, people like Lifeline and those sorts of things that have trained counsellors that are, are you are able to access if you need that kind of help. But as far as um, not coping or say for example you've been living in a domestic violence situation and nobody knows and then you've got to that point where you just can't take it anymore you are going to have to uh, spell out a little bit more uh, to people because they're not going to understand or they're going to be sitting there going how have you been able to hide this because their brain will go into a sense of confusion which essentially will take it off the topic of you needing help because you want to get out of a domestic violence situation but you're going to have to do your best to um, to openly and honestly communicate where you recognize that you have not given them an opportunity to know this part of your life and then go into what support you're looking for and spell it out uh, I, I have no way of looking after my children uh, we have no money for food uh, is there any way that I could bother you for uh, to drop a couple of meals around next week or something like that you know don't sit there and leave it up to people to come up with an idea because not everybody is wired to be uh, Betty Crocker sort of thing that knows exactly what to do and how to kick into to action for somebody if, if they're not used to uh, them asking for help okay so perhaps you might need to listen to this a couple of times <laughs> who knows but um, I hope that this week has uh, left some um, little questions in your head and again grab that book if you haven't already read it yet Brene Brown Rising Strong so I have uh, some really good news to um, suggest as well if you are wanting to come into the Kami group for September the theme for the Kami group which starts on um, Monday the 1st I think of August is it I'm not sure Wednesday maybe it's the second I will have to get the date and I'll put it in the in the um, letter that's come with this this recording uh, but the the uh, theme for September is uh, going to be finding your voice okay so we we, when we started on the themes we looked at where we felt most powerless then we did the inner child work in um, July and this month we have been doing reclaim your power which was the an add-on for the the inner child work so reclaiming your power as the inner child and this month coming for September we are going to be working on finding your voice so uh, that's a, going to be especially uh, good for people who are chronic givers and chronic helpers who uh, can't maintain that lifestyle anymore because it's affecting you too much and you're losing relationships as well as many other things in your life especially if you're in the workplace or uh, in a relationship and or, or you have family issues I am the specialist at family issues I just want to say quietly okay so uh, I hope that you will consider joining everybody um, that joined in the month of uh, August received a really great gift and I have a new uh, gift for people who join for um, the year in September as well which you will see in the pictures on the letter that accompanied this recording so I hope you have a great week uh, well done to all of the Olympic athletes in whatever country you were cheering for and I look forward to uh, speaking to you again soon bye for now <laughs>